when the country's spinning out of control. We're gonna seize their yachts. <laughs> yeah. And chaos reigns supreme. <laughs> Two men will arise. Mike Lomas. It drives the liberals crazy. Glenn Wiggle. I will debate any liberal you want. College professor, doctorate, I don't care. Financialguysmedia.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we'll see you Saturday. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. And we're going to be all over the place today. We'll see if we can get to some of your calls and questions. Uh, of course, um, I've got, well, got a lot of guests lined up. Uh, Ed Pettit will be on, I think, next segment. And uh, who else do we got lined up here? We've got Let's uh, see. Uh, uh, Jenna Metzger. She's going to be a payroll processing. Ah. So we're going to talk to her about small businesses. And, you know, again, talking about a little bit with her, you know, working with like-minded folks, right? Yes. You've seen what, what the... You know, the conservative-minded folks have been able to, to do to at least send a message to a Budweiser, right? But on a local level even, you know, a lot of folks are working with national firms, right? Choose local, number one. Yeah. If you can choose people that think like you, number two, even better. Then we're going to have Jesse Meyer on. Same story here, cross-state funding. Awesome local folks helping out with mortgages and uh, things like that. So he'll be on um, at the, in the next hour, actually. And then finally, in the next hour as well, uh, Mike Sparaza will be popping by to talk about home and auto. And uh, some yeah. of the really cool interviews and uh, he's, he's, different uh, things he's been doing. He's been OAN all over the place. Saw I know. Day. So proud of him. I turn on TV now. There's Mike Sparaza. Our like, boy. Our little boy. What? Growing it's up. Awesome. Yeah. Mike Sparaza. He's literally yeah, a regular stuff. on OAN now. So <laughs> he's got, a, he's got a, a, um, a sad but but good story, meaning a story yeah. on why we need to protect the, the, the border. He lost two brothers. Uh, yes. To, to drug abuse and uh, it just you know I, I'm so sick of hearing the liberals they care they're all loving they're all inclusive that's all garbage if you cared about our children you'd care about the biggest crisis that they're facing which is fentanyl and, yeah. uh, and drug overdoses but yeah. uh, and that's something that we can very easily we should very easily be able to agree on which is yeah. let's make sure we protect our border so we don't have drug lords just walking over the border with uh, as, as much fentanyl as they can bring so but yeah. they don't seem to care. They don't seem to care. It's all about staying in power. Uh, And we've got a a corrupt corrupt FBI, which we've been talking about, Glenn, for. It gets a little bit. Now you look at what's going on around the country and the world, then it's scary. You know, they know where Joe Biden's travel plans are. I mean, it's just, this is... Well, somehow they've got somebody deep on the... I mean, they're not somebody. They, oh. Our enemies have clearly, you know, infiltrated the, the government somehow. Or it's just American-hating people. It, it could just simply be that. It doesn't even mean to be our enemies. I, you know, I think Trump put it best on Tucker Carlson. The biggest enemy we have is from within. It, it could be just an anti-American-hating American, honestly. It doesn't even need to be our enemies. But they... A couple of things this week. Uh, they they leaked the travel plans for Joe Biden. I, I thought they found them on, in a street, <laughs> just thrown away. Just, just thrown, thrown away. away. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's an, that's yeah. that's that's somebody I think sending a message. Yeah, I don't think that happened accidentally. Yeah, that, like that's like the good suitcase didn't Remember? accidentally open and they didn't know. Yeah. That's somebody saying I'm going to spread these in the streets to send a clear message. We that know. I know where you're going. Yep. I know where you're traveling, and I have somebody on the inside where I, get, I can give this information. That was a clear yeah. message. 
is what that was. Remember Goodfellas? They used to on purpose leave the body there, right? They didn't try right. to dig a hole a no. lot of times. Or right. anything. No, they wanted you to know that they, they got this person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. Um, on top of that, there's you know other things with the FBI. They were they were involved in the um, with the Proud Boys, of course. The DOJ now admits that uh, 13 Proud Boys that were involved in J6, eight or more of them were paid by the FBI. That's disgusting. Eight that or is more. Now, that, what is absolutely beyond disgusting is these creeps in the mainstream media that refuse to tell these stories. That should be, you know, if this is 1955, that is groundbreaking news. I mean, that right. is unbelievable. 100%. Eight right. out of 13 were paid by the FBI. Yeah. Uh, uh, whistleblower also um, saying that the uh, the FBI has been trying to infiltrate the Catholic Church. So if one whistleblower is saying that they're trying, they're already in. So now you've got whistleblowers and FBI paid informants inside of the Catholic Church as well. Yeah, I mean this is really we're going to a dark place in this country, no folks. If this is the way we're we're going to handle things, it's yep. really the FBI is 100 percent out of control. And was, well, here's another one: FBI documents associate internet slang like "based" and "red pill" with extremism. Right? How many teachers uh, sent uh, that didn't like the you know the uh, the parents challenging the curriculum? You know, sent in a red flag to the FBI that that flagged the parent. How yeah. many parents have showed up concerned about, you know, their kids, you know, being a, uh, a uh, you know, uh, exposed to pornography in school? <laughs> right. How many right. of them were put on an FBI watch list <laughs> That's or, right. or or meanwhile, labeled an extremist? Meanwhile, the guy with I mean, eighteen pounds of fentanyl God. strapped to his back is just fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think you'll find your Obama phone over there, your Democrat voter registration card over there. <laughs> Make sure you're safe. If you need us, call us. We'll give you a ride. It's it's really nuts. And on top of it all, the le- some of the leaks that came out of the Pentagon showed that Biden has already authorized U.S. troops on the ground in the Ukraine, in which he just lied about. He just said, no, 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 no. We haven't talked about that at all. It's just, I don't know. I feel like we're speeding towards a World War III. Although, you know, I just talked to, you know, I do a lot of client reviews, obviously. Mark has been choppy. Of course, Mark is better this week. Mm-hmm. You know, inflation backed off a little bit, which means the Fed may back off a little sooner, which means yeah. that, you know, earnings, uh, you know, future De- earnings are, are worth more, which definitely, means current stock Definitely seeing it in a lot of places. You know, it's funny. Two years ago, I looked at the possibility of trading in Amy's truck. You know, I sort of deal with more of that than she does. And so I look into and I. I couldn't get a call back, right? It was like, you know, you were begging people to buy a car. They just didn't need you. They had a line, you know, like you didn't even get to drive the car. Right. It's like you order. Well, that's a little bit different today. Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of looked out to two or three dealerships and I'm getting calls like crazy. Yeah, all of a and sudden. Yeah, all they're, of a sudden. they're giving oh. discounts too. Remember those good old days where you could go in yeah. and negotiate? Well, they're back. So yeah. I was looking, 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 and I finally did find a truck on, uh, on CarMax, but, um, it was the same thing up until like the first week of March, and then you're right. All of a sudden, I'm getting calls from everywhere. Yeah, yep. they're like, desperate to sell cars. Where were you a month ago when yep. I was waiting on it and trying to get someone to call me back? All of a sudden, I think things on that side have come to a grinding halt. Which, of course, you know, this is why inflation has has been a little bit down further. It, it seems to me, and Goldman Sachs is, is calling for this that we're probably heading towards a a second recession. So I would say double dip. We had a recession last year. First two quarters of last year were negative. 
That's a technical recession, although well, we had, very shallow. We had some the major. Economy's been you know, fairly strong. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you, you off, Glenn, but you're right. So we had a recession, by the way. It's funny because everybody's like, "No, we haven't had a recession." Yes, we had a recession last yeah. year. Yes, yeah. we had two quarters of contraction. That is the definition of recession. It's always been the definition of recession. Yeah. Again, you scumbags in the mainstream media, you didn't want a recession under Joe Biden, so we just right. pretended like we were going to change, you know, the narrative and change the message, and you did that. But you know, so we had this massive, massive contraction under COVID, right? The likes of which we've never really seen before. We come out of that. Another recession. Is there a possibility we go into another recession? We might be in that right now. We might be in the beginning stages of that. I don't don't know. The market, by the way, will pre-anticipate stuff. You got to be real careful about that. Even, you know, it's funny because I've had people say, well, I think I'm going to just hold my money to the sidelines and wait until Joe Biden's out of office. I'm like, I'd be real careful with that. You know, the markets can pre-anticipate things like, yeah, it's not going to be Hillary Clinton. It's going to be Donald Trump. And you go, why is the market rally? Right, but it but it, it sort of pre-anticipates things that you know. You look back, and go, how did the market figure that out? I don't yeah. know, but it did. <laughs> it did. So Goldman Sachs is predicting a, another recession this year. I'll, I think it'll be shallow as well if we do have it. And by that point, though, the market will definitely begin to pre-anticipate, and I think you're seeing that again now. So a recession means you know less pressure on demand, means less pressure on inflation, means the Fed will stop raising rates sooner, or maybe it'll be less aggressive, which again is going to be good for growth stock. So to Mike's point, be careful getting caught with your, your you know, not your pants down. That's a bad analogy. You, you with not being ready, to, you know, cash or whatever. So just yeah. the market will turn, and when it does, it'll it'll go. Yeah, hold so. that thought. We'll talk more about that, and you know, we'll, we'll mix in some some market stuff today because I do think it's important. You know, I said people are worried about well, I'm worried about the government, I'm worried about this. Okay, well then, you know, where do you put your money? Because you know, if you think you're yeah. going to put it under your mattress and that's going to be okay as the rest of the world collapses, good luck. All right, we'll take a real quick break. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the financial guys, the place where money meets politics. Eight three three Fin guys, if you need us throughout the week 833 fin guys on our website thefinancialguys.com we'll be back you're listening to the financial guys here's glenn wiggle and mike lomas Already welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas here on the Financial Guys Media Network. And once again, folks, if you need us throughout the week, feel free to use us as a resource. If you think like us, give us a call at the office, which is, um, or just, uh, or let's see, 833-FIN-GUYS, or go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. I forgot the number for a second. Good Lord. 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS, or thefinancialguys.com. You can ask us questions through our website. You'll also find all of our different departments, uh, as well as our different social media links. You can also check out uh, financialguysmedia.com where you can find all of our different podcasts as well. I'm going to play a clip from this week's podcast. And don't forget Morning Mics as well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 to 9. I'm going to go to our, our uh, first special guest of the show. And um, this is a topic we touched on last week. And unfortunately, we're talking about it all too often. And that is, um, you know, these tragic shootings in the wake of these calls for gun control and assault weapons bans and things like that. And I'm very happy to welcome our first special guest, Ed Pettit who is with Second Amendment Forever. So, Ed, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. 
Well, thank you, Glenn. Happy to be on the show. So here we are again. We have another, uh, yet another tragic shooting. It always does seem to be, to be honest, that the AR-15 is the rough, uh, rifle of choice. Not always, but certainly common in these types of, uh, you know, tragic uh, mass shootings. Um, and of course, the the typical response, you know, we talked about this a bit last week, is gotta ban them all. And as I said last week, I'll start off with this, and that is, you know. It's not, you know, there's no magic spells, right? Laws are not magic spells. If you could wave a magic wand and you could simply eliminate all assault rifles or all guns, you know, maybe that'd be a consideration. But you can't, of course. Um, But tell me what your thoughts are as far as, you know, having an assault weapons ban or, or, you know, as far as what they're proposing in Western New York, as far as Nashville and things like that. Well, first of all, let me uh, state... I believe that the gun that you had was not an AR-15 or oh. even a M23. I believe it was a um, uh, a pistol caliber uh, style ah, rifle, like a uh, like a Ruger PC9. Yeah. So that's something I've argued for a while. It could be the it could be an AK, it could be an AR. In fact, I said this week or last this week on the podcast, it could be a uh, you know it could be a Ruger PC9, which is a nine millimeter pistol round. So you're right. Could be anything. Right. Yes. So I just want to make that clarification. It was not an AR-15, which is the latest information I saw. So uh, I guess where, where I'm at on this is just like always. And I go back to Wayne LaPierre's speech mm-hmm. back in December of 2012 when he said that, hey, uh, you, these, these gun-free zones are killing fields mm-hmm. for these wacko killers. They go in there. They know they have no opposition. It's it's safe for them, and they can create massive mayhem, uh, maximum mayhem, very easily. And yet, we know how to stop that. We do that in our courthouses. We do that in our legislative um, bill office buildings, in in our banks, and and anywhere else. You have to secure the facility. And when I saw that video, all she did was. Um, she shot out a door, and she had e- easy access. She walked in. There was no one to stop her. I don't think anyone even saw her walk up to the building. No, because they had no one looking at the at the entrance. Right. Yeah, she How walked. How did that exist? Twelve years after Sandy Hook. Well, it's it's sad. In in Florida, we had Andrew Pollock on last week, and in Florida, you know, within a matter of a couple of years, Rick Scott, I think it was almost within twelve months, um, they studied that shooter from the very beginning of kindergarten right on through, and you know, they pulled together law enforcement and parents and teachers and you know, folks in the community, community leaders, and they came up with a, a blueprint, and he wrote it in the book. It's called you know, Why Meadow Died, and I've encouraged everyone to read it, but it's a blueprint for for what they did in Florida and what these every school system should look at and it's very simple you know starts with you know perimeter fencing number one you know limiting yeah. points of entry right so you know and you see immediately who is coming on and off of that property right away right uh, or you can shut those those outside perimeter now it's not a it's not a, a fortress it's not a moat filled with alligators but of course it, it begins to direct people to a certain point and now you can watch them or, or at least have a, 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 a you know a slowdown point right and then of course right. locking steel doors that's a requirement in Florida. Also in Florida, it's one police officer is required for every 500 students 
in the school. So if 2,000 students, you have four armed officers at the school. Um, these are common sense measures that could be implemented very easily. And for those that say, well, I don't have the money. We don't have the money. We're spending billions and billions and billions of dollars in Ukraine. We're, and if you believe in Ukraine, fine. You know, I, obviously, I don't want Putin to win there. But, you know, we're studying things like shrimp on a treadmill. You know, we're throwing money away left, right, and center. I mean, we're passing, you know, a bills where they're handing out money all over the place. Easily, we could afford to, uh, you know, to help fund school districts to, to you know, to arm them, right? I agree. And, and you know, th there may be underlying issues that also need to be looked at. I don't know. But for what you can do right now, you're pretty limited. And hardening the schools and having an armed response in case of an intruder seems to be the only the only options. The other thing they did in Florida, all through a very rigorous training program, is they've allowed the teachers to become trained and carry concealed inside the school. So not only do you have armed security at the school that you know as our, our police officers in uniform, but right. now you also have the threat of who else potentially is going to be a, 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 a resistance for me, right? Um, because, yeah. you know, to your to your point, you know, yeah, they, these are soft targets, but we just had a shooting at a bank. That wasn't a soft target, but you had one security officer in that incident, in my understanding, that was easily taken out, right? right. So having some level of surprise, having that, and they go through, I think it was like 40 or 80 or it was some ridiculous amount of training, but they have a higher a standard of training, uh, more hours and uh, a higher level of uh, marksmanship required uh, for teachers in Florida than it is for actual officers, believe it or not. But the program seems to be working, fortunately, because, you know, it's only been a few years, but thankfully we haven't had any incidents in Florida. But let me ask you about Western New York. Again, the, the, the reaction from many folks on the left especially is immediately we have to ban assault rifles or ban you know, and if it's, they say assault rifles, what does that include? Is that everything that's semi-automatic? Because that's typically where it begins, you know, how far they typically tend to go. But what are they trying to do in, in the states where, you know, it's run by folks like Kathy Hochul? Well, let me, let me just state, I just want to summarize something here. Criminals attack with the advantage of prior planning, as in this case, physical power, the choice of weapons, the element of surprise, the selection of the time, place, and their intended victims. Mm -hmm. To believe that gun control laws provide any advantage to potential victims in any conceivable way is just ludicrous. How do you stop all of that from someone who's really intent on attacking you? So then it comes down to how do you protect yourself? Now, one thing I was kind of concerned about in Western New York is, you know, we have the Buffalo Niagara Partnership, and I see their president is is uh, promoting um, an assault weapons ban using the Buffalo Niagara Partnership, which I thought was uh, supposed to be a business uh, organization. I don't see how that's going to stop anything tomorrow. If they're really serious about stopping these shootings, you got to protect the schools. Well, and we've seen uh, Congressman, former Congressman Chris Jacobs, you know, drop a uh, a gun control proposal, you know, as he's walking out the door. I would love to have the opportunity to have you on and uh, Chris Jacobs on or somebody that is, uh, you know, the chamber president, whatever, 
to uh, to debate their thoughts as to why they think it would be effective. Because again, they're not magic spells, right? If you could snap your fingers and pass a law and it was magically poof, all ARs would disappear. That's that's one thing to discuss. But that's simply not possible. And of course, there's other weapons, right? So how far do you go? You know, unfortunately, you know, the old adage, it's a slippery slope is really true in this case. It does become a very slippery slope where you lose more and more and more and more and more until you're down to single shot guns and, and, you know, things of that nature. Well, I, I, I say this a lot when I'm on social media and stuff to try to make the point that uh, when when defenseless people are murdered, apparently Democrats jump to make more people defenseless. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand the, the rationale behind that. What I'd ask people like Chris Jacobs when they're proposing these laws, if you really believe in that those laws, take out all of your armed security in Congress. Mm-hmm. Take it all out. Give up your guns. Give up your armed bodyguards. If you feel so safe with these laws that our children should be safe in an unprotected school, then take away your own security as part of it. Then I'll then I'll believe that you're serious about it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it'll never happen, of course. You know, Kathy Hochul can stroll down the, the the streets of New York City and see, well, I feel perfectly safe when she's literally surrounded by armed guards, right? And our, of course, our very, as we know, our very own uh, county executive in Erie County uh, decided to uh, threaten a process server, uh, to threaten to shoot a process server, I should say. So, you know, it's it's obviously. You know, there's always been a, a lot of sense of hypocrisy, not only with gun control with, with the liberals, but also with everything, you know, climate control, SUVs, air travel, you name it. So anyway, Ed, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I really do appreciate Ed Pettit from Second Amendment Forever. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. All right. That is Ed Pettit. And we're going to go to a very quick commercial break. We'll come back with more of the financial guys. Mike, get your calls and questions. We do have some emails that I want to address as well. And, uh, of course, we have more uh, guests coming up also. So if you need us throughout the week, again, 833-FIN-GUYS or thefinancialguys.com. Very short break. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. And uh, if you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. We'll try to get to some of your calls here as the show goes on. we got a lot of uh, a lot of guests lined up here and do want to talk a little bit. Um, you need us throughout the week. Our website, by the way, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget about our one-stop financial shop. And as Glenn mentioned, I think at the beginning of the show, doing business with folks that think like you. And if you think like us, you know, we've got our home and auto division. We can shop over 20 25 companies to save you money. If you're a business owner out there, you know that this can be a huge expense. Your umbrella policies, insuring your warehouses, your businesses. Um, but if you want to insure your car, your home, your, your classic cars, we've got classic car insurance uh, companies. Your boat, it is the season for that. Stuff starting to open up here in western New York. Rochester, Buffalo, we can help you. Um, 833-FIN-GUYS. Or, or uh, By the way, shophomeandauto.com. We can, you can actually go to shophomeandauto.com, and it'll lead you to our website there. Medicare, turning 65, think of the financial guys. And, of course, financial planning, you and your 401k plan, your IRA accounts. Pop into our office, and we'll walk you through a plan. We've got some financial planning software that can make this stuff that's really complicated 
complicated sort of come together. And I'm a visual person. I like pie charts and I like uh, I like seeing graphs and all that stuff. And we can bring all that stuff together for you. Again, you want to interview our team, offices in Rochester, Batavia, and uh, flagship office in Williamsville, New York, 833-FINGUYS. Uh, where do you want to go, Glenn? We well, were talking a little bit about markets, I guess, yeah. before yeah, let's earlier. talk a little, about, a little more about markets, actually, because I, you know, I'm getting a lot of we're doing a lot of reviews, talking to a lot of clients. The market's been choppy. You know, one of the, one of the, some of the questions that come up is, the world seems like we're about to enter World War III. Right? This is a scary time in the world because, as I mentioned in another segment, uh, you know, there's been leaks that, you know, the Biden has already authorized troops on the ground. We know that China is amassing, you know, an armada basically around uh, Taiwan. We you, we realize that most likely, the Chinese are smart enough to know that it's probably better for them to invade Taiwan while they have an incompetent Joe Biden mm-hmm. that's already on the payroll yep. versus a potential, <laughs> uh, you know, for Don Trump or or, or, or uh, DeSantis or, or obviously yeah. somebody that's not on the payroll of the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Um, so there's the world is certainly in a scary place. But I will say this. And of course, nobody wants war. I think the World War Three is a disaster. You potentially have the, the possibility of, you know, tactical nukes being used in Ukraine. Russia's threatened that. We know that Vladimir Putin is, uh, is is certainly unhinged. I mean, he's not a stable individual, so he's a lot like Kim Jong-un, where he's unpredictable, and you know, when threatened, you don't know what he may potentially do. Of course, you have the Chinese, on the other hand, who are very calculating, right? Not, not, un- not that they're predictable, of course, but they're not going to do things that is, you know, just because or, or, or uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, something that is, yeah. you know, outlandish like a, like a Putin would, right? They're going to be doing something that's going to be calculated. very calculated yep. in their best interest. But, of course, Taiwan is, is it, you know, that certainly would. So, so yes, it's going to disrupt the markets if that happens. From a stock market perspective, though, it's, you know, war has been a positive thing. I mean, it definitely changes the, the dynamic of things and, and where people invest and how the market it's it's, but, you know, it, when you look at World War II, it pulled us out of the Great Depression. If you look at 2003, it pulled us out of the tech wreck. We invaded Iraq. I mean, again, both bad things, certainly. But from a market perspective, I don't think it's anything to be overly concerned about. Yeah. You know, the shame of it is, is the United States of America is in could be in a very good place to dominate yep. the world and yep. and make the world safe for the next 200 yep. years. You know, yep. you look at China, right? China's got a lot of problems. I mean, people yeah. aren't talking about these problems, but number one, they have an aging population. You know, they controlled yeah. the amount of people or amount of or children that you could have, you know, yep. and the Chinese got used to that. I'll use me as an example. You know, I have two girls. I love them more than anything in the whole world, but I'm almost 50 now. And so if the government came to me years ago and I wanted six kids and now I got two and now they're knocking back on my door saying, hey, Mike, those other four, if you want to go back at it, you, you know, <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, right? They've got an aging population. They've got double the debt the U.S. has. Nobody ever talks about that. They always talk about the yeah. debt the U.S. has, debt the U.S. has. Yes, it is. It is. But the, China's got a lot of debt. And let me tell you this, the biggest hit that China's going to face in the next uh, uh, 5, 10, 20 years and on is that their biggest asset has always been cheap labor. The Chinese yeah. will lie to you. They will steal. They... People, the, the business owners will put that into the equation. We know you're going to yeah. lie to us. You know you're going to steal our intellectual property. The minute it's over there, it's gone. Right? 
but I'm going to sell my soul because I need this cheap labor. Well, yeah. we are now replacing that cheap labor with robots, and those yeah. robots are going to hurt the bottom line. You look at Intel, who's opening up plants here in the United States of America. They don't open up those plants if they've got to pay for all the other garbage that the, the country has added on, right? They don't because those plants are going to be automated. And, and so you're yeah. going to see, I think, one of the biggest hits to the Chinese is that, wait a minute, you, so I used to have to sell my soul and move over there, and you would steal all my stuff, but I can't not pay everybody two bucks an hour. Well, guess what? I can now pay a robot who's going to be way more efficient, is going to knock this stuff out, not going to steal anything, certainly not going to steal my intellectual property. They've got a lot of their issues. You know, the shame of it is, is you've got to get somebody who's a pro-growth thinker. And I'm not even sure this is, you know, Trump. I mean, look, if it's Trump-Biden, I'm going Trump 100%. The the one thing that Trump did right, though, was drill, baby, drill. That right there is the solution to all this. Cut taxes, cut regulations. But from from an international standpoint, you know, if you want to back down Putin, if you want to, you know, uh, de-escalate where we're at in the world, what you do is you go on a— you know, a, a drilling rampage, right? No you know, doubt. Everywhere. You incentivize the hell out of it. You open up, you know, layers. Yep. Per- you drive that price of oil down to sub-40, sub-30 dollars a barrel if you can. Yep. And, and, and you basically starve Russia out of money. Yep. They and, can no longer you, afford the war in Ukraine. They have to back down there. Couldn't agree that with you more. That distraction goes away that maybe China says, wow. And now, yep. Because what we're doing is this benefits, this whole green energy thing is China loves this. They love yeah. it. Number one, doesn't work great. Well, so they've it's not got, reliable. That's right. Two, that's right. They've got they the resources. All the minerals. They got all the <laughs> that's stuff. Right. That's they got exactly it all. right. It's that's crazy. exactly right. And, yeah. you've, and there's a few other positives, Glenn, that Trump did. Right? We cut. He cut regulations. He cut oh, corporate taxes. Cutting corporate taxes, huge in bringing yeah. back some of those manufacturing plants here. Yeah. And when we think about it, again, I'm saying, well, okay, now we've got cheap labor in China, but they're going to steal your stuff. Right. Or you can come back to the U.S., build these plants out of robots. Well. With the lower corporate tax rates, and they should be lower, by the way. You know, when you really want to compete, you've got Dubai yeah. at like zero. You've right. got, or no, right. Ireland at zero. I think Dubai's maybe at six or seven percent or something like that, and we're still in the twenties, right? So right. you that, that number needs to be way, way well, down. If it was me, more. if it was me, it'd be zero, right? You'd have yeah. a zero percent corporate tax rate. Zero. These corporations need to pay their fair share. I assure you, do they do? You know how they do? They employ lots of people, and yep. they pay personal income tax, and then they also pay dividends out and yeah. those dividends get required uh, yeah. recorded as personal taxes payroll taxes and Medicare, yeah. and all the kinds of stuff yeah yeah you don't have you could do if you drop the corporate tax rates in this country let's say 10 percent just say 10 percent oh it'd be huge it would be Ta- a, a you would have corporations knocking on our door to try to get back into this country. We, we did. We did. Remember, there was did, something right. like 11,000 manufacturing plants moved back under Trump yep. when we cut the corporate well, tax it's rates, about, right? It's about enticing with the carrot as opposed to beating with the stick. The Democrats are always, we're going to punish. If you move over, sure, we're going to punish you by more taxes if you think you're going to do a reverse merger and acquire. Remember that? Yeah. You can't. That's not how this works. Corporations just laugh at you. Like, okay, you're going to punish us. Sure you are. Not yeah. when we're in the Cayman islands anymore <laughs> right, right not when right. we're you know not when right. we completely well, move our, our entire headquarters yeah. offshore right yeah, same, same is true anybody. here same but is the, true in new york right? is make it more attractive we said that for years about new york right make it more attractive make it a place where businesses want to come when you make it a place where businesses want to come you don't have to pay a hundred million dollars to attract a business no right that's that's always been the problem with new york nobody wants to be here even with the extra money 
right? And oftentimes we have morons that are negotiating on our behalf, and so we as a taxpayers get really what, screwed what, what when things? it comes to the actual, we don't get any, to pay $100 million for something to begin with is bad, but when you don't actually get what you were overpaying for is even worse. Remember, happens most remember we paid $100 million bucks, <laughs> and then they were supposed to get like, or no, well, well the, the, the warehouse down on the waterfront, a billion dollars, a billion dollars. We were supposed to be able to reclaim like $41 million if they didn't create the jobs yeah. that they were supposed to create. Yeah. Now, they didn't even come close to that, no. and there's no conversation, no investigative reporters anywhere that look into that that say, hey, wait a minute. And in the meantime, they've taken it from one company to another company to another shell company. Yeah. It's so far gone, you will never – the $41 million, which is nothing, right? We gave them a billion dollars, but hey, $41 million is $41 million. We won't it will never see it. It's totally gone. No, yeah. no, no. We're yeah. never getting that back. It's like just yeah. like so, so many other things in New York that they overpay for. We're never getting that back. So yeah. but if you are an attractive place to do business, you know, when businesses to relocate to Texas, they're doing it for the zero corporate tax rate. That's right. When businesses relocate to Florida, they're doing it for the ease of doing business. You know, the ease of doing business is not just tax rates. A lot of it comes down to regulations. How fast can I get permits to remodel my building? Oh, How yeah. fast can I hire employees? You, you can need I to fire buy... the employees? What am I going to you... be dealing with when it comes to unemployment that yeah. I'm going to have to pay, right? Yeah, you want you want to add to your building? Oh, well, now you need the 2070 solar panel uh, right. dot, 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 well, dot, dot. you can't have a gas anything. No. In New York soon. That's right. gone, right? All right. So well, you're going to have to pay air, way air conditioning more for... units. Eric, we're yep. putting an air conditioning unit in our building in Williamsville, right? That's going to cost us about 30% more than it would have right. just a few years ago, not right. because of inflation, but because of all the new regulations That's and right. how Kathy's going to save the world. Yep. And there will be no dirtier, filthier place than New York. That's I right. drive around. I was in Florida last week. You know what I saw people doing? Picking up trash on the, on the road. You mm -hmm. know why? Because they have the money to hire people to do that. You know what they don't have in New York anymore? Money to hire people to do that. <laughs> it's yep. a joke. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we'll be back. We'll, uh, don't turn the dial. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? What do you mean, like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Ah! Welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Jumping all over the place here. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, don't forget about our podcast, by the way, financialguysmedia.com. Also live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you're on your drive-in, you want a little bit more of the Financial Guys, that's a little more news-oriented, although we're a little more opinionated, of course. But 8 to 9 on your drive-in, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, financialguysmedia.com. And uh, if you need us throughout the week, folks, thefinancialguys.com or 833-FIN-GUYS, uh, 833-FIN-GUYS. And uh, before we go back, we we're talking about markets, actually, and you know China and just jumping all over the place. I did want to uh, welcome in uh, Jenna Metzger. Uh, she's uh, with Payroll Processing. Are you, uh, you're, you're on the live line with us, right? Hi, yes, I am. All right. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. So Payroll Processing, a local payroll company. Now, we this is not out of your mouth. This is out of my mouth, Glenn's uh, mouth, where uh, we've been saying we want, you know, of course, if you can, you know, this this radio is mainly Buffalo, Rochester. If you can work local, work local. But, you know, we've been trying to encourage people to work with people that think like us. And, uh, and so we have our payroll for you. You guys have done an awesome job for us. Uh, you happen to 
that think like us, uh, and so that's cool as well. And uh, you know, so it's it's a win-win. Um, and so I, I'm just giving you guys the endorsement. Look, if you're a small business owner out there and you're working with one of these big national firms, do they think like you? You know, and and if they don't, you know, consider payroll processing. And uh, we'll give out our number here in a second. But should you tell us a little bit about what's going on? What's what's different? You know, what new rules do I need to be prepared for? Um, we just got we're just getting wrapping up with tax season here. You know, what what are what are uh, some of the uh, the headaches that small business owners maybe had to deal with over the last 12 months and maybe some of the new headaches on the horizon because they never seem to like take stuff away. They always just seem to add stuff to it. Yes, there's been back and forth with all the new changes. They're constantly being new things coming out, new things going away. So we have to keep up on that because that's New York State. So everything's changing. And I would say a lot of the hassle has been coming from a lot with the New York State sick leave pay. A lot of people, that's still a thing. They don't know what applies to them, what applies to who. Um, and that's always changing. So, and then, but nothing as of now, but that could change, you know, come the following week. So, yeah. but that's something we keep up on because it's always changing. So, yeah. N- New York State. I mean, I think, you know, that's one of the things that you will have unless every business is on, leaves is job security here, right? Because New York State makes it more complicated than I got to believe almost every other state. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, what, what's your number there? Our phone number is 716 668 5200. 668 5200? Yes. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I, I 668-5200-716. And you're working with people out in the Rochester area as well? Yes. We have done some of our, our biggest franchises are the McDonald's. So we've been doing a lot locally here in Buffalo and then Rochester as well. And we've been in business over 40 years. My father started it back at our home, and we've since grew ever since. And we're on Transit Road into Pew, New York. And one of our things, you will always get a live person when you talk to us. Nothing automated, no press one for this or that. And we really strive on our personal customer service. That is huge. We It's funny. We say the same thing. As long as Glenn and I are alive and running the company, there will be somebody at the front desk to answer the phone. I, I, I think it's one of the biggest failures for a lot of businesses. I and mean, people. It doesn't mean that our business is perfect or your business is perfect. But when there's problems that happen and people can pick up the phone and actually Actually, talk to somebody. That is huge. You know, it's why I had a, a a bar put out in my backyard, like an indoor outdoor type of patio bar, and this is years ago. And the person said they were going to be there Monday morning, and they never showed up. And I called yep. and called and called, and it was so frustrating because nobody, meaning he was supposed to show up Monday, didn't supposed to show up Tuesday, didn't supposed to show up Wednesday morning. Now he's got my deposit right, and it's going to a voicemail, and you just want to like rip your hair out, yep. <laughs> right? Yep, like, exactly. like oh. and if I could talk to somebody, like if I could have called on Monday morning, and he calls back Wednesday, he says, "Oh, I got tied up in these other jobs." Well, you know. It's a bad business model anyways, meaning you could have picked up the phone at nine o'clock at night and said, here, I got called. But if I could have talked to somebody and they could have just communicated that to me, like, here's what happened. Right. And that doesn't mean I would have been happy, but I wouldn't have been beyond frustrated. And I could tell you that they did the bar and they did a pretty good job. But that experience was like, I'm not referring you to anybody for the rest of my life. You know, it was really good. And so that is huge to be able to have that front desk support. 
Yes, because I know how frustrating it can be when, like you said, when you try to do your own thing and you can't get through to people or anything. So we strive on not letting that happen with my, our, our own business. Yeah, it's going to be one of the ways New York's going to try to gain revenue, by the way. Payroll audit after payroll added. So get ready. And you're going to need yep. people that are going to be there at your payroll to be able to answer the phones and say, okay, I've got the documentation. We're ready to go. So, Yep. Cool. Exactly. All right. One last time with that phone number. Yep, so it's 716-668-5200. Awesome. Thank you so much. 668-5200, payroll processing. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jenna. Bye-bye. Cool. All right. Uh, Just tuning in, by the way, Mike Lomas, Clown Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. If you think like us, use our team as a resource. We were talking a little bit about the markets today, more so than than ever. A little bit, you know, choppy. It's been, you know, I'll tell you what's been really difficult about the last 12 months is that stocks and bonds have had a hard time of it. You know, and normally when you're in a well-diversified portfolio, you'll see the stock market go down and that bond market go way up. You You look back at the beginning of the communist takeover with COVID and uh, the stock market got hammered, bond market goes up. We're rebalancing those portfolios. We're taking advantage of those stock prices. Really difficult to do over the last 12 months. And so it has been a challenging environment. Starting to see some of that stabilize, starting to see some of the bond market come back and certainly the, the stock market as well. And some of these, uh, you know, some of the, I would say the better companies, you know, those, a lot of these dividend paying types of companies with cash on hand and then good balance sheets have been, have been doing well. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a stock picker's market for a bit because the market's rewarding those companies that have the better balance sheets, the best cash flow. And now as as the inflation subsides a bit, you know, you have some of those stronger growth stocks start, starting to come back. So, you know, you got to take a look at your portfolio, make sure that you've got the, you know, the, the, a good mix and a diversified portfolio. And any questions, feel free to use this as a resource. You can call us at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS, of course, or thefinancialguys.com. We have a team of investment professionals with almost 200 years of investment experience. And I believe we have a market commentary uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken. I don't quote me on that exactly, but oh, yeah. I'm sure we have something. Uh, in, in well, we're regard, we're long in the tooth for that, that's for sure. I think it's yeah. been a little bit, so we're, uh, so we're due for that, for sure. Yep. So, cool. Uh, uh, so we were talking about uh, the, you know, the, the, mar- on the, on the the marketing department at Bud Light. Uh, oh, boy, boy they, they didn't really think that through. Huh? Like, who's who's our target market when it comes to selling this beer? And But, you know, what happens in these big companies is it just takes one one marketing person. I, mean, I don't think this was, it didn't sound like this was a big corporate, hey, we're going to move in this direction. This was yeah. one marketing person that said, here, I think this is a great idea and ran with it. And, right. uh, and it's costing them. It's definitely costing them. I'm surprised that they haven't, um, you know, sacrificed her yet, basically, right? I mean, it, it would seem like it would make sense for, for Budweiser to come out and say, you know what, we let her go. It was a mistake. We apologize. They doubled down after the, after the first uh, outlet, uh, uh, backlash. And, um, and so I think that they've done some severe damage to their brand. To your point, they own a this, you know this is owned by a parent company, so they own you know forty two different brands. So I'm never never buying that Bud Light again. Yeah, I'm going with the Corona. Stella, they own uh. that too. Yeah. So you know I think from a stock market perspective, a stock perspective, this, this, this is going to be short lived. But from a brand perspective, you know they've done some damage to themselves. You know this is like the new Coke incident, uh, where they just didn't know what they were doing. There was no reason for it, and yet you know Coke, of course, we all know that story. You know you know. 
don't need to upset the apple cart when things are working. You just keep waving in the runs, right? <laughs> Coke yeah. Was, in the eighties, Coke came out there. They got rid of the old Coke. They came out with new Coke, and it was garbage, and people hated it. And it was, it was disastrous. They lost a lot of uh, customers, and it took them years to recover. I don't think that's going to be the case with Budweiser, but I do think that they've done some some potentially permanent damage to the to the goodwill of that brand name. Uh, no unfortunately doubt. for them, but no doubt. they own know. Stella. Bush, this is for man, yeah. Natural Light, uh, yeah. uh, Budweiser, of course, Bud Light, Corona, Shock Top, yep, Mick Stella. Ultra. We got so, Stella, too. Yeah. yeah, Stella, yeah, a lot of, uh, so, yeah, it's just uh, not not real well thought out, so that's for sure. And that's, you know, I mean, that's, uh, unfortunately, you've got these marketing directors. We've always talked about these marketing yeah. departments in some of these companies that are just yeah, beyond so, uh, mismanaged. Totally like, thought. okay, instead of hiring somebody who's been in the business or run a business who understands real truly marketing where did you go to school well i got my degree and then page 74 it said this and yeah that's not how marketing works usually right yeah <laughs> usually the better marketing companies try a bunch of stuff and the stuff that works well they do more of that well she came out and said well we know for a fact that we were you know it was my job to increase the, the brand and you know we've been losing sales for a long time that's not just budweiser that's all alcohol uh, uh, uh most of them, almost all of well, them, and a lot of that's you, for a lot of reasons. Although the, the digital competition, uh, other uh, distillers coming in with you know the, the proliferation of these you know legal moonshine, uh, legalized marijuana has been a huge part of that. The, right? I, the, so, the biggest problem with the beer industry, though, Glenn, is there's all these little microbreweries that popped yeah, up, and then it be it's funny because people used but, to go on wine tours, they still do, yeah, but yeah. now the cool thing is you go on these yeah. beer tours, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people are saying, oh, I don't want that Bud Light anymore. I want this. Yeah, Grow, bro. Yep. Yeah, huge crew. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Mike Lomas, Comical Financial Guys. Need us throughout the week, folks. 833-FIN-GUYS. 833-FIN-GUYS. Use us as a resource. We're going to take a quick break. Do not turn the dial. We'll be back on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Here's your AIDS ribbon. Uh, no, thanks. You don't want to wear an AIDS ribbon? Uh, no, no. But you have to wear an AIDS ribbon. I have to? Yes. Yeah, see, that's why I don't want to. It's time to talk money. But everyone wears the ribbon. You must wear the ribbon. The Financial Guys Radio Show. Who do you think you are? Put the ribbon on. This guy won't wear a ribbon. Are you going to wear the ribbon? No. Oh, that... But I'm wearing the ribbon. He's wearing the ribbon. We are all wearing the ribbon. So why aren't you going to wear the ribbon? This is America. I don't have to wear anything I don't want to wear. Here are the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, don't forget about financialguysmedia.com as well for all of our podcast information and uh, um, you know our morning show, 8 to 9, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, financialguysmedia.com for all that content. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the end of the second hour about, you know, the the marketing department of Budweiser. And, you know, uh, it's a shame because, you know, this whole this 
this trans movement, and and we've we've I've said this for a long time. At least me, I, I don't care if you're a trans person. I don't care if you dress up like a cat. I don't care. I just when it comes to that quote trans movement, and we're putting children at trans shows, and we're having tranny story hour. You know, you and I talked about this on the podcast last week. The you know there when well, I've done story hour before, and they didn't say conservative story hour or conservative. Straight white Mike. Yeah, that's not. It was okay. Mike's coming in, and they and they said, "Hey, what book are you going to read?" And you know, I think it was one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, or right. something. And then, uh, but you know, it wasn't you know conservative Glenn, white guy Glenn's coming in, and you know, so that that's where you know there's an issue, right? If it was, um, you know, if it was uh, a trans person, but they identified as. Betty and Betty was coming in and she was going to read one fish, blue fish, red fish. But no, it's got it's specifically about okay, we're going to have training hour and we're going to indoctrinate these kids. They don't need to do that. Well, Little Billy dress up in, in, a, in a caricature of a woman. They, they're dressing up and in, in oftentimes I've seen them in you know these like fairy costumes and it's ridiculous. It's like right, you don't Total, dress like that. That's to- totally Halloween. destroying. By the way, you know, 40, 50 years ago there was a problem in this country where there was gay people who were not be they were not being treated with respect. And I, I get some of that, right? Like, okay, we're going to treat people with respect. But then there's the other side of it, which is I don't want my seven-year-old learning about porn. Well, this is, <laughs> and this is about, you know, when it comes to the, the uh, this new, you know, trans movement, it, it, it's, it's, it's just like BLM. It's just like the thing before that. It's all about you submitting to their will. This is what this that's is. Right. It's you yep. bend the knee. That's yep. what, you know, whether it's, I, look it, I would, as I said, you know, a different show. Why do they have to go to the same baker, right? Leave the guy alone. It's like, they, again, it's all about imposing their will yeah. on other people. Yeah, we're going to make this person make this. this cake regardless of what you think. In this country, we have glorified criminals. We have built statues to people like George Floyd. Absolute useless, worthless criminal George Floyd was, right? We're building statues. Yep. We're glorifying this guy, right? Yeah. What do kids see? They see the criminal, the glorified criminal. Now yep. we're glorifying mental illness, right? When it comes to this kid Dylan Mulvaney, let me let me play this little clip real quick, okay? This is a Dylan Mulvaney clip from, uh, I don't, well, this is a Blaze TV clip that, that pulled a clip of Dylan Mulvaney. Let me let me play this clip. Let's see if I can do this. I am Eloise. I am six. I'm a city child. I live at the Plaza Hotel, which is huge and wonderful and trace elegant, especially at Christmas time. Okay, we need to talk about the mental health crisis that is clearly infecting the LGBTQ plus community. If Dylan were an actual woman in his mid-20s that was obsessed with girlhood and being a little girl, people would rightfully be concerned. But for some reason, because he's a biological male doing these questionable things, it's stunning and brave somehow you know what if the people around dylan his so-called friends and family if they actually cared about him they would be getting him psychiatric help because that's what he needs he does not need to be trotted about as some show pony on social media and he certainly doesn't belong speaking with the president and being interviewed with the likes of drew barrymore what we are doing is we are glamorizing mental illness the boy the boy needs help he does not need more surgeries i don't know who that was exactly but she's absolutely right if this was a, a a woman an actual woman in their 20s, because that's what he is, behaving like this, dancing around in a, in a whatever, she, a costume, uh, whatever, uh, pretending she was a six-year-old girl, we would think there's a that's not normal. That's, I don't that's care what you say. No. If, it was, if it was a non-trans, straight person, right? Yeah. Straight woman. 
Yep. Twenty-five-year-old woman. Yeah, adult that makes that video. Yes. You and 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 more like that. You think ah. Probably something's need to have wrong. a conversation with a psychiatrist, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, just something's wrong. That's so, right. But we put them on a Budweiser can. That's right. That's what we did. <laughs> That's right. I mean, think That's about right. that. So yeah. what are we putting out there as, you know, we should be putting out there the true, you know, if we're, we're going to put out, you know, you know, women and, and whatever, put put athletes on there. Put 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 successful women. Put Margaret well, Thatcher on there. Celebrate women. Yeah. By all means. That's right. Go That's for right. it. For but their you're accomplishments. Men. You're just, celebrating men. He's a dude. Yeah. I, I, however yeah. you want to he's say got a, it, I'm sorry. He's got a male body parts. He's a man. Yeah. He, you yeah. Know, it's, this, but, but there's a mental illness here that it's, it's sad because instead of having this person talk to somebody, you'll likely hear in, in three to five years that this, this person will be completely gone and, and have, you know, sadly maybe hurt themselves. I hope that's not yeah. true. I yeah. hope this person gets the, yeah. the, the help that they need. But glorifying yeah. this stuff just gets more of it. it yeah. and, Let's and listen, it's sad. To, listen to Matt Walsh here. Why are you asking a gay man as to what it means to be a woman? You should be asking women what it means to be a woman, especially trans women, who, what it means to be a woman. I'm asking all kinds of people. Can anyone have an opinion about it? Only people who are women. Only people that think like you. Yeah. I know nothing about what it means to be a woman. Have you told gay men here in San Francisco that they're not allowed to talk about this? (laughs) No. (laughs) But I have, it's not like I come around and say what a gay man is allowed to be. So you're saying, so you're saying if you're not a woman, then you shouldn't have an opinion. Where does a guy get a right to say what a woman is? Women only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? This is a genuine mistake. I'm sorry he even came up here. He walks away. <laughs> I mean, just again, the, it, it takes Matt Walsh four seconds to just highlight the absolute lunacy. You know, yeah. we had a conversation with one exchange with somebody. I thought it was very interesting. He said, well, you could be this new construct. You could be whatever you want, right? He goes, well, can I be 25? Right. <laughs> right. Goes, well, that's that not, be... why not? If you, could, yeah. if, you could, if you could just all of a sudden say, yeah, I'm a woman. Right? I'll identify as I guess 65. Elizabeth Warren said she's an Indian, right? Yeah. Then yeah, why can't no, you I'll, say I'll, that I identify as a, you know, 25 year old, whatever, or or yeah, you know, no, how about 65? I'll start collecting social security well, how about now. This? I got kids that are out now. Yeah, their licenses. I've got two kids that you know that pay extra what I don't know five thousand dollars a year for insurance. We'll check it with Mike's yeah. later, see if you can save me. Yeah, why, why don't they identify they at should, 40? Yeah, right. As safe driving yeah. at 40 years old, 40 year old men. No, or 40 year old right. women actually be safer, right? I'm gonna ask yeah, my daughter's 15. Gonna, she I'm, can't wait to get her license. Maybe maybe she should just show up tomorrow and say she identified at 16. Why can't we do that? These insurance companies, by the way, are sending out all kinds of you know. Gender propaganda. So oh, maybe, yeah. maybe we should play the same yeah. game. Let's ask right. Mike Spraza when he's in. We'll ask him. You I know, have what said the, that. Uh, I've said that forever. I, I, so we well, let's identify as as Indian. Can we get a casino going? Right. Even if it's a small casino, it'll be the financial guys casino. I'm gonna start right? smoking again. Ha- how about we'll have our own country can we have our own country can we identify as an Indian have our own country yeah that'd be cool make our own laws put a toll booth up yeah I mean uh, now the Seneca's here they're now selling pot although I thought they did sell pot by the way I don't know New York York, western New York by the way specifically Buffalo here I think handed out four permits so I gotta gotta figure out that's the best part you had to have a prior drug conviction I love this I love this that's right only in New York would you be this stupid you're right about the Indians by the way so New York comes out (laughs) we are now going to allow the Seneca's to sell marijuana and like (laughs) 
Like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think they've already sure. been doing that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's thanks, a different thank country. you for that, then. Like, you idiots. Honest to God. No. You just have to wonder. No, you can't. Uh, you can't make it up. Yeah. So they give they give the drug dealers. So you have to be a convicted drug dealer to right. get the. That's right. So let me get this right. So you really I can't wait think, to see how these run. So, so first of all, you think they're going to run the business the right way? They're going to send wait. in their. They're going to. They're going to send in their sales tax. You really believe that? Really? <laughs> Holy cow! This yeah. will be fun. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to go down. I'm sure drug dealer Billy's going to set up an LLC and do everything oh, on the legit. Got the EIN right? And everything all set. Don't you worry. Oh, <laughs> I, you, I, I, but these. These Dems are so dumb. I call them dummy Dems. So the client oh, came in. They Lord. call them dummy Dems. That's what they are. Dummy Seriously. Dems. Like, really? Oh, you, you've got to be a special stupid to think, <laughs> hey, you know, we're going to legalize this, first of all. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're going to play by the safety rules, too. Oh, I'm yes. sure these drug dealers will really care Let's if they're putting out. Fines from OSHA. Perfect. The best and best. Right well, their master plan. Well, the, yeah, the whole point was, the whole point was, is that this stuff's going to be safe, right? And there's not going to be mixed with fentanyl. I'm sure, I'm sure little Billy will be real good with that. What a joke. All right, let's take a quick break. Mike Lomas, Conway Financial. Guys, I think we got a guest. We'll talk a little bit about mortgage rates on the other side of the uh, break here. Don't turn the dial. Again, Mike Lomas, Conway Financial. Guys, the place where money meets politics. I come from Irish immigrants, black slaves, immigrants from Asia. It's time to talk money. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could they really couldn't did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. The Financial Guys Radio Show. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Here are the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Wiggle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. If uh, if you can get more of us, folks, financialguysmedia.com, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're doing live 8 to 9, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Financial Guys Media. And don't forget about all the podcasts. All that stuff will be financialguysmedia.com. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Use us as a resource. Don't forget about our home and auto department. We can shop over 25 companies to save you money when it comes to your home and auto insurance. And Medicare, turning 60. Need to think of the financial guys, independent, AHIP certified reps that can help. Uh, one of our strategic partners on the live line right now, Jesse Meyer. And Jesse is with Cross State Funding. And Jesse can shop oh, tons and tons of banks in different places to help get you the best rate when it comes to buying a house or refinancing. You know, Jesse, for a little bit here, the last few times we've had you on, rates have been going up, which is a yes. weird thing. You know, I mean, boy, Glenn and I have been on the radio for 20 something years and we've gone through a period of declining interest rates. You know, when we were uh, studying, living in New York City for a while, uh, we were with a company called Payne Weber, and they were talking about uh, five before the turn. So going into the year 2000, where interest rates were going to be at, you know, 5% and some of the uh, the short-term bond rates, and of course, rates went all the way down to, at one point, you could refinance your house at 2%. Right. And, uh, and it just seemed like rates were never going to go up, and then all of a sudden they started to go up. So where are we with interest rates right now? Yeah, they sure did. Um, luckily, we've seen a, a pretty steady decline. Um, it's, it's the lowest that I've seen rates up until this point um, going into 2023. So um, it's it's awesome news for home buyers, especially with the spring season approaching. It's generally where everyone gets out there and starts looking. 
quite a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I always wondered why that is. Like, I mean, I, I get it. You know, the weather is breaking, but like, you know, the need for a house is the need for a house. And but, right. you know, Just I don't know. More like, competition, and a lot of people try sneaking in before the school year, which is one of the most common things. There you go. That but, would make uh, sense. No, interest rates have been looking nice. Um, your, your standard client, um, like conventional average credit score, you're looking at like high to mid fives right now. So yeah. I mean, even just a couple months ago, that was high sixes, low sevens. I know. It's hard to believe there's a whole group of people out there thinking, five, that's crazy, right? right? But, right. you know, there's a whole group of us that bought our first house at nine. So right. we can we can respect that. Uh, what, what about loan amounts? Um, you know, is, is there, is there, uh, if, has there been changes with that? I know, you know, one of the things that, you know, going back to 08 and 09 and that whole crisis we went through, you know, they changed a lot of rules. You know, there was a, actually, I, I was a, a client, so somebody, somebody Somebody we knew, but they were, long story short, their son bought a hundred plus homes between Vegas and Arizona and Florida, okay. and they borrowed every penny of it. They just kept borrowing and borrowing. About the banks just gave them whatever they wanted. And to this guy's credit, I don't know whether good or bad, but he like, hey, those are the rules. He just played in them. So he right. just he borrowed, and it, not only was he borrowing for the house, if the home was one hundred forty, he'd take out one hundred and sixty, put the twenty in a bank account, right? And then yeah. everything blew up. And I know they changed the rules back then, where they said, okay. Okay, I don't care if you're a billionaire. You can't have more than five pieces of property in your name, which is probably the other way, right? You think right. about being a billionaire and you want to borrow to buy six homes for two hundred grand. That's nothing. But they say now nah, you can only have a. Where are we with all that process now? Yeah, um, that's definitely cooled off a bit. But you're starting to see uh, some of that. What you're talking about is more subprime stuff, where people are just getting as many investments and, and things as they can, and lenders are releasing things like that, just with kind of demand being so high and people looking to invest in more properties and that has a lot to do with rates being at a higher point um, yeah. but more pro programs are being released as far as loan amounts go um, highest that I've seen loan amounts um, every year they've they've been increasing but we had our greatest jump this year um, I'll give you an example when I started doing this almost a decade ago the FHA max loan amount was about 280 290 so that's just your standard first time home buyer product that's the max that you could go up to now it's at 472. Hmm. So it, it's almost double in a matter of less than 10 years. Yeah, well, which I guess makes sense. I mean, right. you know, part of that is inflation, right? So right. you've got, you know, home prices and buildings going up at a yeah. at a, a 5 or 6% rate of return. So that's, that's yeah, uh, they realistic. Had, they had to accommodate it or the first-time yeah. home buyer is going to be out of the equation. Yeah, what about investment property? Like, I'm interested in buying a double or a you know eight unit apartment complex. Do you guys handle some of that? We do. Yeah, pretty much anything under the sun. And uh, if it's not something we can do, you know, we have resources that we can kind of help you with or guide you in the right direction. Of course. My, my guess are rates are probably a little higher with they that, are. or is it yep. a, a down payments higher or no? Down payments, interest rates as well. You usually see about a point swing on the rate. So if your standard 5.8, 5.9 for a primary investment would be 6.8, 6.9. And yeah. uh, down payment, generally speaking, it's always around 20, 25%. Um, and that's not, that's not the case with your first-time home buyer? What is, what is Yep. If you're going to live there, even if you're not a first-time home buyer, um, that FHA one that I was telling you, they actually increase the loan limits the more units you purchase. So you could get a four-unit in Buffalo, 800, 750K, swear to you it would be 3.5 percent down 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> that looks like they didn't learn from the last crisis. <laughs> so that, and that's the highest that I've seen. I helped someone with a three unit. I think the purchase price was six seventy, six eighty, or something like that. She needed for closing, I think. 50,000, 50, which it sounds like a lot, but on a purchase price that large, it's it's nothing. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. All right. So I know we've had you on a bunch of times. You talk about, I love the fact that you help people with their credit, meaning oh, even yeah. good people. You know, I've sent clients to you and they're at a 700 and you'll say, hey, look it, if you do da 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 which is nothing, we'll get you to a 750 and get you a better rate, you know? Yeah. So that is so important. And real quickly, before I let you go, we talked about this, I think maybe two times ago when you were on, but you have some really cool programs for veterans that I love when we can help veterans. Yeah, we do. Um, any of our VA products. So we right now have 17 different banks we're linked and licensed with. And any of them that do the VA loans, which is most of them, um, we discount our, our fees as far as the underwriting fees are waived. A um, bunch of different things are covered. Um, it, it just helps us kind of blow places like Navy Federal and the bigger guys out of the water and uh, just kind of like a local hometown thing. So that's, that's what we pride ourselves in, man. It's awesome. All right. Well, what's the number if uh, somebody needs your help out there? And yeah. I'm sure you help people Buffalo to Rochester, right? Oh, yeah. All over the state. Uh, 716-691-7000. Let's call into that office line. That's the best way to get us easy to remember. 691-7000 if you're looking for Jesse and his team over at Cross State Funding. Awesome, Jesse. Thank you, buddy. Awesome, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. I will see you next week. Uh, just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. And uh, uh, again, if you need Jesse, 716-691-7000. And, you know, it's, it's always what you don't think, by the way. Like, it's funny because, you know, you hear so much stuff about what's going on with the banking crisis and SVB, and, and everybody's worried about the next shoe to drop. And I always say it's usually not what you think. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, a, I think it's, it's usually a Terminator. I'm convinced. Yeah, it could, I'm it convinced could be. AI is the, uh, I'll tell you, AI, <laughs> a, I, I, every review I'm talking with clients <laughs> about the fact that AI is going to have some amazing positive when oh, it yeah. comes to positives when it comes it's to corporate earnings. It's already revolutionizing certain things. So I'll give you an example, you, our podcast. So uh, my daughter, Lily, is using a new software. It's in trial mode. But it automatically, you haven't even seen this yet, Mike, but it automatically will pull clips out of that, describe them, and it transcribes the entire show. And we'll actually come up with the descriptions that will, the captions that go under the podcast that says, this show is about blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's yeah. better than us. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a bad writer to begin with, so that's not hard to beat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. this stuff's like, whoa, amazing. Yeah. Uh, legal revolutionizing that. I mean, paralegals, I'd go back to school to become a plumber because your jobs are over. I mean, you have now AI trying these cases and giving you probabilities of success. So, you know, it again, it's going to revolutionize a lot of things. I just hope it doesn't go as far as a Terminator. In all seriousness, Elon (laughs) Musk is calling for an immediate because how how fast it's gone in the last couple, several months is calling for an immediate six month moratorium until they can figure out how to rein this in. Bill Gates wants full steam ahead. Now here's the scary part, Mike. Here's what they've said. Don't worry about it. We'll be we'll we'll just after they're done, we'll have the AI go back in and write a program <laughs> that says they can't hurt us. So we're Doesn't, relying uh, on the AI to mm. input programming language to protect us. Like, I don't have, have think the, that's have the, how that have works. The peeps, 
have the people that oh, messed it up go back and fix it. That yeah, sounds yeah, a lot like the Democrat right. Party. Yes. Well, that, there you go. That's why Bill Gates Wait, is involved. How did that right? housing crisis start? Oh, you know what? You should go yeah. back and fix it. Well, Bill oh, doesn't care what? as long as he gets the invite you to the newest island. So Created it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, his wife's gone. She thought he was a creep. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll talk more about that. I want to talk about jobs because I do think there's going to be a probably maybe more jobs than people think created. You know, it's one of those. It's funny because, uh, well, we'll talk about the other side of the break. Well, it's uh, Mike Lomas, Golden Eagle Financial Guys, place where money meets politics. 833-FIN-GUYS if you need us throughout the week, folks. You're listening to the Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Mike Sparaza popping in uh, in the uh, uh, studio here. It's cool because studio is now in our office. So, yeah, uh, it's very nice. People floating around the office here on a Saturday afternoon. We can grab them and, and come in. Uh, before we get into anything else, I know we've got an Elon. we got a, that interview of Elon with that uh, reporter. Um, but we were talking about, you know, uh, technology and how it's going to do this new AI technology and how it's going to change things. And, you know, it's funny because... Uh, it, it usually is not what you think. I remember the internet, and I remember um, talking to some people who originally set up our website years and years ago. And one of them said, this is going to be the most cost-effective way ever to be able, as a business owner, to reach out to people. And I remember thinking, oh, man, that's going to be amazing. You just email people for free. You know, they go to your website for free. They bring you up, right? Because we don't want to keep playing the yellow pages and the white pages for some of this stuff. That's crazy. It's so expensive. You know, remember, Glenn and I, when we first started the, the company, one of the every year we would sit down with them and then they'd come in and then, like, if you wanted your name bigger, like, okay. And of course, financial guys, F was right in the middle there. You know, we weren't uh, Apple investments, so we weren't showing up under A, right? So, okay, if you want this bigger ad, it's 500 bucks. If you want <laughs> if you want the full page, though, it's going to be like $2,000. Like, holy cow, right? Well, fast forward a bunch of years later, and, you know, the Internet is this huge thing, and it is easier to find everything, right? Everything's out of excess. But, boy, you're going to pay if you want to be found. Yeah. <laughs> so, And now, of course... We said, well, we're going to lose all those yellow page jobs and white page, all these people yeah. selling. And we well, did. we did. And it created, it got so complicated and so messy now that for you to get your name at the top of the Google alerts or Google pages, it's going to cost you tons of money and you got to find somebody who's an expert. You know, the appetite for risk, I've been talking to clients about specifically look at like a McDonald's or just use a fast food uh, company in general. You know, the biggest problem with owning those companies is labor. Right, you got to hire people, and if you if you guys came in and pitched me and you said, "Look, we want to open up Glens Burgers, and uh, we want you to invest," I'd say, "Well, I think Glens Burgers are probably awesome, but I don't want to be there flipping burgers, so I would be out." Oh no, 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 we'll hire people. No, that's the problem. We can't hire people. I will be there flipping burgers. I don't want to be there, right? So I would be out. I'd take my money off the table. You know, great idea, probably the best burger in the world. But if you guys came in and pitched me and said, wait a minute, there's zero labor involved. Well, maybe a little bit of labor, a tech person. <laughs> we can hire big money, but those robots do all the stuff for us. <clears throat> I might be interested in that. 
you might have me, right? And so <laughs> now, if it works, do we open up 40 of them? You know, the answer is probably yes, right? So that appetite for risk is going to be out there. And I think people are going to miss some of that, you know. Again, if it's not Terminator-like and doesn't take over the world, <laughs> as Glenn's afraid yeah, of. That doesn't but, but as your point is, it's going to shift, you know, and it's going to make it very complicated. And there's going to be industries like some of these fast food places that were low-dollar entry-level types of jobs that are now going to be, hey, instead of our payroll being $1.6 for the year, it's going to be $300,000, and we're going to hire two people instead of 40 or 20 or whatever those numbers are. But those two people are going to make big, big money. Yeah, I mean, it, look, I look at our business, too. There's a lot of technology in, in the insurance side. And I, I think, to be honest with you, it, it makes sense, to, to your point I didn't hear before, what Glenn said about the, taking over the world. That's a little scary. But <laughs> it really does make sense because you know you're going to get the job done. It's going to get the information you need. It's going to get it when you need it. You're not going to have to worry about showing up to work, not showing up to work, being hungover at work, being yeah. sober at work. Yeah. I mean, there's the, a lot to it. The risk, the risk, by the way, it will be the risk between not being part of that upper middle class and benefiting and taking yep. advantage of some of this stuff and ending up at an even lower, lower class. You know, I think no matter what, no matter how hard the Democrats try on saying we got to have, you know, uh, an evil playing, even playing field. And, you know, we, we got to have uh, so many poor with just a few wealthy. That gap is going to continue to widen. There's going to be people that buy these stocks that take advantage of this, that are the first to embrace it. And they run their operations more efficiently. I would bet that earnings are going to go up to uh, a ton, and there's going to be a lot of money to be made in the stock well, market, right? There's also going to be right? new companies yeah. that will provide robotics Huge. and all kinds of you know uh, programming and stuff. Huge. Think about how many software companies are out there in just the CRM space, right? Salesforce mm -hmm. and and uh, Smart Office, and you know all yeah. those comes a whole industry dedicated to contact management software, right? Yeah. That wasn't a thing 20 years mm -hmm. ago, you know, or nope. even 10 years ago. How about all the software no. that's dedicated to social media management? Right? How about yes. all the yep. how about all the the, uh, the, the software it, that overlays so, and things like that? Huge. But it was it was supposed to be so easy, right? Yeah. It was supposed to make everything easier, yeah. more efficient, well, right? It but it's so darn complicated that there's got to be people that understand yep. it and it figure makes it, it out, more right? Efficient, but it also because of that efficiency, it makes the volume of the information a lot more difficult to manage, right? So yes. you now have access to so much. You know, how do you sift through it all to get where you want to go? And you know, but from a technology and a job standpoint, I mean, my God, how many jobs, millions of jobs have been created in the technology yeah. space? And, well, a lot less over at Twitter now. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and it still operates, too. That's the best part. He brought out the, he brought out the kitchen sink. Uh, tell me about some of the interviews you did this week, Mike. Yeah, so I did. I sat down with um, an OAN reporter, Monica Page, so we talked to her. Uh, Hayflick and I talked to her last week, and I talked to her again this week as part of our, our morning show. Um, I do have a couple big ones coming up. I'm going to keep that sealed just for a minute because I got to lock them in still. But um, through Twitter, we're getting a lot of interesting guests potentially coming up, and we have a lot of a lot more access to people that maybe you wouldn't think in the past. People involved in the Republican, uh, you know, national committee, and and uh, people across the country, Florida, California, you name it. Yeah, make sure yeah. by the way you go to financialguysmedia.com for all of that, including Mike's interviews, Mike yeah. and Mike's interviews, Stefan, yeah. Mahalu, and Mike's yeah. interviews. So uh, take advantage of that, financialguysmedia.com. Don't forget about our eight to nine Monday. Wednesday, Friday, the live drive. Like us or follow us on uh, uh, Twitter, by the way. That's the, the place to, to get that. You can actually listen to the live. You're driving into the office 8 o'clock on a Monday morning. You can get us live on the Twitter app, so make sure you do that. 
Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, breaking news, morning news. We've had a good time with that in the mornings, eight to nine every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, can we play that Elon interview? Yeah, that was great, that by right the way. Here. This this by the way, this reporter from the BBC just shows up, and he he comes across a little punkish, like I'm going to I'm going to show up and interview. I'm sure he probably thought Elon was going to blow him off, but he sat down with him and said, "Hey, come yep. on in," and he uh, he ripped him it's apart. I like the Carrie Lake interview. Where they try to get well, African Americans say which ones? Who have you talked to yeah. specifically? Yeah, no. Well, the studies have shown which which studies? <laughs> I'd like to review those yeah. studies because you know yeah. I know. So it's a very similar like he just calls yeah. a guy out and the guy tries to get away from it and Elon just pulls him back in. I love it and the yeah. lame excuse like well I haven't I, I don't actually look at Twitter in the last three or four weeks. Oh sure. Yeah. Well then why are you commenting? I, on I, it? Well, he I says well you, this you're great. telling me it's you're great. telling me you're seeing all this negative it's stuff classic. on Twitter but yet you're not right. on Twitter. This is awesome. Here we go. Yeah. Totally incompetent. Or hateful. What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, just content that will solicit a, a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of, those kinds of things. So you think if something I'm, is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is that I'm, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm saying. Well, I'm just curious. What you, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con content. And I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and if, and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. Yeah. You've asked me whether my feed. Whether it's got less or more, it, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's but, what I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't. Need, I, I, honestly, you I don't. You can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why, because I don't actually use that for you oh. feed anymore because oh. I, I just don't oh. particularly like it. But you and said actually, you, a lot of people. A lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only. Well, well, I only look well, at hang my, on a second. You said you've seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example, not even one. I'm not sure I used that feed for the last. But you said you did. Well, then how did you see the hateful content? Context. I've been using I've been using Twitter since you've taken over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have given me an example. Seen that you for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. You can't give us a single one. And I'm saying. Then I say so that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful content. Not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well. That's a false. No, what yeah. I claimed, you just lied. What no? no what I claimed was many Oh, now it's organizations that say now, whether whether it has look at this guy dance. I mean, I, right? And Literally, can someone like the, the uh, strategic dialogue uh, institute in the UK? Yeah. Here's the hateful uh, content, by the way. Yeah, uh, I can think of vaccines have vaccines have caused some harm to some I people. Can tell you, <gasps> I can I can point hateful. to Elon all kinds of hateful content. Ninety-nine point nine percent of it coming from the left. Left. Yep, that's right. The death that's threats. Right. That's right. The I hope you yeah. guys don't get a hospital treatment. The all, that's right. Whether it be before or after Leon, yeah. Twitter has been a space for for yeah. just vile leftists since its inception. Has not changed. Yeah. I, I, not one bit. I, and Glenn, I know you're active on Twitter, so you see this stuff. I mean, I had we were talking. I was in a conversation with somebody on Twitter about drugs and and you know my family situation, and somebody literally tweeted at me. I hope you kill yourself as your brothers did. Right. Right. I mean, right. how sad do you have to be? What kind of what kind right. of depraved, right. just maniac human right. being do you have to be to yeah. say that to and anybody? You're, you're the nasty radical one. On the and I, I'm the yeah. racist yeah. radical yeah, one. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. What, that's kind, right. Of a, yeah, what kind of a soulless yeah. ghoul do you have to be yeah. to make a comment like that? I wouldn't say that to my my most you know no no. Hated people, right? There are people nope. that I, I really dislike 
I, I would never ever say something yeah, no. like that to them. So hateful. De- debate them with context. Uh, 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 context with facts. You know, send facts. But you don't. You don't wish that so yeah, on there, anybody. No. It's terrible. Oh, you yeah. betcha there is. After tw- after oh, yeah. Elon, you bet. Before Elon, you yeah. bet. Coming from yep. leftists, you bet. You bet. You yep, bet. 100%. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Mike Lomas, Glomagal Financial, guys. Uh, we'll come back. We'll maybe talk a little bit about, uh, I'm sure you guys saved some people some money this week. So uh, Absolutely. we'll talk a little bit about that. we got to talk about and, the use uh, of GOP in Tennessee, too. I mean, just uh, why even bother? Worthless. Why would you even do it? Why you would you even bother? these guys famous, you idiots. I mean, just. Yeah, continue, continue to be God. spineless. Continuously spineless, right? That's why, by the way, so many people are fed up with giving the exactly. Republican yep. money. But yep. party money. That's why when you come to us, we say no. Right. It's because when you barely, every once in a while, when you finally do find your spine, you you it goes you away know, quick. It's you, not there yeah, for you, long. You pull it right it's back right. out and it's throw it down temporary. the tube. Right. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Again, you need us throughout the week, folks. Eight three three Fin Guys. If you think like us, whether you need help with your investments, your four hundred one k plans, your IRA accounts, putting together a roadmap, we can help you with that. Again, eight three three Fin Guys. Home and Auto. We've got this guy on for one more segment. We can shop over twenty five companies to save you money. It's so easy. A liberal could do it. And turning sixty five, think of the financial guys. We can help you with your Medicare. Eight three three Fin Guys. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Mike's Barraza in studio with us for the last segment here. And uh, we didn't really get to any of your phone calls today. We will be back again live next week, and I promise we'll hit the phone lines a little bit harder. Uh, but uh, talking, we were all over the board today, talking politics, talking money, mm-hmm. talking about you and your investments. And uh, so uh, you need our help, by the way, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS. And, of course, financialguysmedia.com. Don't forget about all of our podcasts that were released throughout the week and are live 8 to 9, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So follow us on Twitter and you'll be able to listen through the Twitter app. I think you can listen through the website as well, I'm assuming. And we're going to have a Financial Guys app coming out very shortly here. So um, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, where do we want to go? Final we few minutes here, guys. Real quick again. I, just before we go here, I, I just am flabbergasted. I, I, you knew it was coming. I mean, you, you knew it was going to happen. But oh, all yeah. you idiots did was make these clowns famous, right? And I played a video yeah. on Wednesday. And, and make them look right. Yeah. And make them look right. right. Well, I played the before and after. You got the before that one guy. He's like, my name is so-and-so, and I'm hoping to work with both Republicans and Democrats and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then it's the next clip. It's, and I believe it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, he's not working with any Come Republicans, on. no. They never did do. Did he go to they never do. school, though? What, what, did, uh, what, what happened? How did you go from, you know why? That is a skill, sells, by the way. Because it sells. To preach like that in front of people, it is a skill. Oh, yeah, but Whether you agree or disagree with him, it's well, a skill. he wasn't like that, though, just, oh, I don't know, a few years ago. No. Amazing transformation. Amazing transformation. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, you GOP, you're spineless. You're, you're totally spineless. And that's exactly, to Mike's point, why we don't support you anymore. I, honestly, no. we need a third party, folks. I'm done. I'm so sick of it. They're going to do everything they can to get rid of Trump. Everything. When Trump beats this indictment, because it's going nowhere, right? There's no there's yep. no there there. I mean, the guy made an accounting, not even an error. I'm not even sure it's an, even an error. There's nothing even illegal no. about it, right? So nope. even, the, even the campaign finance uh, uh, FEC guy is like, nah, it's fine. So now the, the next thing they're going to go after him is, Go to for the Mar-a-Lago stuff. Now we have all this stuff in Mar-a-Lago, and that's not going to go anywhere either. But they'll do everything they can to get rid of Trump. <laughs> I will.
will tell you Mar-a-Lago this. stuff. Meanwhile, you've got boxes everywhere, in Delaware. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Delaware. Delaware, <laughs> Pennsylvania, all over the place. Here, there, everywhere. Uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it. I saw that Biden's team lost his security detail plans oh, yeah. in there, Ireland. There so is. They can't even hold those. We think well, he's got classified well, think documents about, think, of, think about what's happened with this, yeah. you know, the leak in the Supreme Court. Yeah. And, you know, and now they know his travel plans. I mean, yeah. this is really, really scary, right. yeah. actually. Very yeah. scary time. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, but Glenn, back on that guy real quick. Uh, Pearson, I think is his last name, yeah. right? He, he. Uh, I don't know if you saw, there was a photo of him on r- running around social media of him standing on top of a cop oh, car during BLM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was absolutely yeah. video. Assaulting yes. people, yes. assaulting yeah. people during the yeah. summer of love and the 2020 yeah. rights, standing yeah. on a cop car as Before well. Before we yeah. get yeah. to the yeah. savings, I want to make sure we get there. Yeah. Uh, I peace, want to peace, this. peacefully but fiery. Peace, fire, yeah. yeah, fiery but peaceful. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. On Monday, April 10th, uh, this is Bill Sign HJ Resolution 7. Uh, on Monday, April 10th, 2023, the president signed into law HJ 7. A resolution seven, which terminates the national emergency related to the COVID nineteen pandemic. So, how right are they on. still out there using emergency use vaccines? You know, That's right. so, well, they got rid of it in the schools, right? All the colleges. Are they Sony? Not even use yeah. them anymore? I mean, should they even be using? If there's no more emergency, if the national emergency has been terminated, are they still allowed legitimately? Isn't there a provision that says you have to now go through the full FDA approval? Because uh, mm. my knowledge is they're still jabbing people. Are they not? No, yeah. I'll think about this. They, they they forced all your children. Your child works very hard, kindergarten all the way up to senior year, gets into the school of his or her choice, and wanted to work hard to get, be able to get in there. And then they say, you can only come in here if you have this jab. Well, I don't want that jab. There hasn't been enough research done. I already had COVID. I've got the best immunity to it. Too bad. Now, a few years later, they're like, oh, sorry about that. Oh, nope. I guess you don't need it yeah, anymore. You're wrong. <laughs> Now they want forgiveness. Okay. You know what? We should really yeah. just hug it out and be fine with each other. Yeah. You wish nah. my death. I mean, you barred people from saying good. You made people say goodbye to their loved ones on Zoom meetings. No, that's no right. I'm not forgetting that's right. this. Oh, sorry no, about I'm that. Not forgetting that, this. that whole vaccine no, thing. No, we, just, no, no, nah, no. we didn't really no, need it. No, no, no. I, I have a family member right now that had a trip planned to Canada. It was a 7,000-hour cruise in some whatever in Canada. And because... They didn't have the full set of vaccines, even though he had COVID twice in the last six oh, months. Lord. Yeah, wouldn't let him go. Well, so, so, they, they literally. This was recently. Go. Yeah, so, this like, was a month ago. Communist Party up yeah. there still going yeah. strong. This was yeah. a month ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah. yeah that's right, unreal. Before we're out of time, Mike, tell us who you're saving money for this week and uh, what's going on in the world of insurance. I have two stories, and they're very quick. One was just completely rewriting a current client's home auto umbrella, uh, $1,250 of savings, same coverage. We just took a look at everything after a couple of years, reran everything, and $1,250 of savings. Wow. That's current client. Um, the second was just, uh, this was actually Brett just shopping around for a, a new client. Increased liability, uninsured motorist, uh, personal injury, God forbid they got injured in an accident, increased the dwelling coverage by 50000 increased the liability on the home. All of that was done, $350 of savings, all those wow. increases. So increase it. And, you know, and Glenn and I were actually talking a little bit less. We don't talk enough about that. Like, it's always about shopping to save you money. Yes, we can shop over 25 companies to save you money. But look at, when these lawyers come after you, they look at your insurance policy. Yep. They do. I've talked to all yep. kinds of personal injury attorneys, right? We've managed... 
some of those cases and those monies. And I'll say, well, boy, how did you get X amount of bit? Well, that's because they had this policy that covered them for a million dollars. Had they not, we yep. would have had to go after their house and blah, yep. blah, blah. So, and, and oftentimes, if you're shopping and doing the right thing, you can maybe even increase coverage yep. and still save money. And you never know when you need it. Last thing I'll say quickly is I, had, I told this story recently on the show, but I had a buddy who was playing in a rec softball league and uh, got into a collision at home plate, and the, the person he hit, it was a co-ed league, it was a female, she sued the league and him personally what a for an injury bag, in, in softball. What a dirtbag. So you never know when you bag. need it. Yeah. It's really amazing yeah. to yeah. me, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember years ago I had a family member whose friend from down <sighs> the street had a few beers, came down to play volleyball, fell and hurt himself, and yep. then sued. Yep. Yeah. Like, you're a dirtbag. Yeah. Yep. You're a scumbag. And, yep. Yeah. And it, don't tell me we don't need tort reform when you right. see there's an attorney that would take that. Like, yeah. let me get this straight. You had a bunch of Bud Lights. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then you decided to go play volleyball at your neighbor's house and you broke your ankle and it's your neighbor's yep. fault. Yep. Yes. Okay, I'll take that. And then yep. it sits in the courts for three years is the worst part, too. Yeah, well, they, they settle. Money. They just settle yep. because yep. it's faster, it's yep. easier. Yep. And then it's, but what it does is it tells everybody else, hey, they just settled and you got a check for 45000 bucks for doing nothing, so yep. why not do it, yep. right? God bless you. Yep. Yeah. And then we wonder why our insurance costs are high. Unreal. All right. So 833-FIN-GUYS, if you need him. Shophomeandauto.com, by the way. Just type in shop, home, and auto. Spell out and, A-N-D. Shophomeandauto.com and uh, request a, a consultation. Do it through Zoom. Here, there's the other thing, by the way. You still get somebody to talk to. So yeah. a lot of these places online, they can shop your home, your home and auto. But if something happens, there's nobody there to call. Yeah. And I can tell you that Mike and his team are not only going to shop it for you, but they're going to be there when something happens. You can pick up the phone. You can pop into the office if you have to. We're helping people from Buffalo to Rochester, South Florida. We help a lot yep. of people down in South Florida insuring their homes and their autos. So make sure you use them as a resource. Like 833 Fin Guys. All right. We got about a minute left, boys, before we got to take off. Uh, two minutes, actually. Uh, anything we want to wrap up with? Any good videos over any, there, Glenn? Uh, any idea what's going on in uh, East Palestine, Ohio? I haven't heard anything about it. Remember the train? Remember all those poor people? Oh, Remember? yeah. We were going to take yeah. care of them. Like, they dumped all the chemicals in the ditch, you know, lit up a mushroom cloud. I was like, yeah, you can go home now. It's fine. Yeah. We not in the I think here. It pop up in like about a decade the, from now with all kinds of cancer. I think it's probably safe. I mean, it's just sad. <laughs> yeah. Probably safe. Did you talk about the cows, the 18,000 cows yeah. that got blown up that yesterday? That's pretty common now. That yeah. That's pretty yeah. common. That's Lots good. of, you yeah. know, it's funny. We didn't have uh, farms exploding ever. Now we yeah. do. Fires, yeah. explosions. But, I think three or four plane crashes yeah. right into, uh, but that's yeah. okay. We have the largest bug manufacturing plant in the world being built right across the border here in, uh, I think, Hamilton, Ontario. So Seems will, to be safe. You, you will eat bugs and you will like it, according to Klaus No, no explosions at the bug plant. <laughs> I'm going to work on my German. I'm going to work on my German. <laughs> no accent. explosions at the bug, bug plant. Everything's no, good yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. seems just fine, interestingly enough. So what should <laughs> no. I yeah. Anyway. yeah, no. In a world where Jeffrey Upston actually killed himself, that's what these that's people right. think. Um, you know, I, I, still to this, I was talking to this. You can't, they leaked the president's travel plans. They leaked that he's planning on putting boots on the ground. They leaked the Supreme right. Court decision, but not a single name off of Jeffrey Epstein's client list has been leaked. Now, his wife's really still in amazing. hospital for, or so, still in the uh, in jail for sex trafficking. Just nobody, but nobody's been arrested for sex yeah. trafficking. And by the way, if Trump was on that list, that list would have been out. Oh, all those people. Have if Trump should redact, redacted, Donald Trump yeah, redacted, yeah, redacted, yeah. redacted. <laughs> <laughs> if Trump's brother's uncle's That's sister's true. friend yeah. was on that list. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been out. That's a, it's yeah. funny. Yeah, they, yeah, they can't. Yeah. They're, they're trying to arrest Donald Trump for something that happened 75 years ago in an accounting error, but uh, they, nobody yeah. on that list could. Uh, sex trafficking yeah. just doesn't seem to be important yeah, no. for the Democrats. Yeah. That's not a priority. No. So, 
All right, on behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Sparazzo, we'll see you next week here. Financial Guys Radio Network, or Media Network, I should say. Financialguysmedia.com. Don't forget about our podcast, our live uh, show every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 to 9. So use us as a resource, folks. 833-FIN-GUYS. We'll see you next week.